The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So I heard this story today. Awesome story. This Yid told, said the story. He said there, there, was, there, was a friend, there was a friend of his who lived in Williamsburg, lived in Williamsburg right next to him. It was his neighbor. And this is a, he says, it's a first-hand story. This Yid said, I think his, they said his name was Ravram Markowitz. And Ravram was a drafted into the Russian army. And he fought... There was a battle for the city of Lemberg in Galicia between the Russians and the Germans. The Germans weren't giving up. And it was street-to-street combat. It was hand-to-hand combat in the village of Lemberg. Village. It was a big city, Lemberg. Lvov, Lemberg. Father was Lvov. And, and the, the battle, the, the death toll, was, it was street-to-street combat, shooting and fighting. The Germans would not give up, and the Russians were told to drive on, right? Stalin said, no Russian prisoners, no Russians allowed to be taken prisoner. You have to fight to the death. The Russian prisoners that were freed after the war were sent to Siberia. Because Stalin said, oh, why did you become prisoners? You're supposed to fight to the death. For me, right? In Tishtashira, they made up the two teams, you know, the Kalavot teams, the Germans and the Russians, that they take a break in the fighting from 10 o'clock at night till 8 o'clock in the morning. This way that each soldier's caress, so they can wake up in the morning and be fresh and go out and kill each other again. And collect the wounded and so on. And they were told to commandeer houses, okay? Just take houses and go in and sleep there. And I don't have to tell you that what went on in those houses when the Russians went into the house. This Yid said, no this for me, okay? I'm not walking into a house. I'm not walking into one of those houses. Where is he going to sleep? He'll sleep on the street. You're talking about the winter, European winters. He wrapped himself in, in, like in the woods. He wrapped himself. He's he talking about a real Nasir Snap. He said, I'm not going in with the rest of the guys into that house. The looting and the, I'll stop there. And he stayed outside the entire night. The entire night he's outside. Four o'clock in the morning, he wakes up and he sees German troop movement. He says, wait a second, this is not part of the deal. And he realizes what's happening here. That the Germans decided that they're going to dive in Vesikin that morning, and they're going to attack while the Russian soldiers are still sleeping. They're going to violate the agreement like they violate every other agreement. And he didn't know what to do, where exactly. The Germans were positioning themselves. They were absolutely sure that the Russians were sleeping. They were all in houses. So he jumped into a German tank, this Yedila, a Russian soldier, and he drove the German tank up until the main German position. They saw a German tank coming. They were not suspect of anything. And as soon as he like, drove right into the middle of where all the Germans were getting ready for the attack, he opened fire. At first they thought it was friendly fire. It was a mistake. Then they saw it was no mistake. And his aim was very good. And he basically wiped out the entire German column and uh, basically saved the Battle of Lemberg for, uh, for the Russians. And that's what would have happened. He wound up getting a medal from Stalin. I wound up getting a medal from Stalin. And that, the level of that medal was such that, unlike everyone else in Russia that needed a permit wherever he goes, with this medal hanging from him, Stalin's personal medal, no one has a right to ask him where he's going. He can go wherever he wants. So this Yid said, what happened? He came back home, and the Yidin wanted to send Kvitlach to the Riven Tzareb. Because he sent the Kvitlach to the Riven Tzareb, you knew you were going to live for the next day. And he gave them Eitzes Vadracha. And the, the communists really clamped down. They said, no one's allowed to pass back and forth. And this Yid spent the next year of his life going from town to town, collecting all the kvitlach, 
and then going to Rivnitz and give it to the Rebbe, waited for a response for each one, wrote down exactly what he's supposed to say to everybody, and he returned. And there was nothing they could do about it to stop him, because he had this medal. So, try to think about the Hashgacha. Right? Think about it. Where things are going, and how they're going. 